Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown, and Rockstar. Live from the Birmingham Racecourse Casino Studios, the next round, presented by Bud Light, is on now. <laughs> uh, the world we live in, LT's neighbor in the chat room off the top of the show and off the top rope, is the NCAA dead yet? As of 9 a.m. Central Time on this February the 6th, not yet. Life support, maybe. I, I would say in hospice. In hospice. Um, we will uh, talk about uh, the ruling from uh, the National Labor Relations Board in uh, in uh, Boston last night that could impact the NCAA and all of us eventually down the road. We'll get to that. Basketball, Stephen Pearl joins us. He's in the next segment. Uh, but we start things off getting ready for the Super Bowl coming up this weekend. And uh, the teams uh, were talking last night, a lot of conversation about uh, even the 49ers uh, practice field yesterday, they're upset with the practice field out in Vegas. They're at the, they're the visitors, so they don't get the cool Raiders location. I don't see how they don't just alternate practice times yeah. and everybody use the Raiders. Order. How long does the practice last in the yeah. NFL? Yeah, but, yeah, they probably want to do it up and put the Raiders logos, or uh, excuse me, put KC's logos, San Francisco's logos. We'll just put it like it's the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, just do it exactly how you'd pick yeah, the Yeah, I just don't understand how you've had so long knowing this thing's coming to Vegas, how you wouldn't have top shelf facilities everywhere. Yeah, where's the other facility? So U- UNLV. So they've got an on campus. UNLV does. Yeah, their practice facility. Oh, I can't the, imagine that's great. Where the running rebels? Well, they, it's field turf, and so much like they're going to play on in the Super Bowl. Wait and see if you've heard this. They're going to play on the tray system again, like they did last year. Yep. Which is an indoor uh, game, and they're going to bring in natural grass, which sets on a tray, which will set on field turf. So that's what the 49ers have. They've got a, the tray system of loose sod sitting on top of the field turf, and they say it's way too soft. Yeah, I didn't realize you had a hardness scale of fields. Yeah, I mean, everybody's – it's all about the hardness scale. (laughs) That's all it is these days. (laughs) So the NFL hardness score for fields averages 78, with no field score being less than 70. The Niners field for the week landed somewhere in the 50s. That does sound soft. (laughs) That does sound soft. 50s in the hardness scale, Lance. (laughs) In fact, Uh, we need a pit bull in there. (laughs) I'm going to call that disappointing. Yeah, Rockstar, if you ever have a 50s in the hardness scale, what do you do? I, I don't. I, I enjoy it. Like, it's not hard enough. <laughs> yeah. I take a nap. Yeah. yeah, it's not hard enough. I'll uh, I'll go ahead and tell you that um you know maybe the practice facility has a lot on its mind. Maybe it's stressed. <laughs> maybe it's tired. Overworked. You don't know what I'm putting up with it. Right. Hey, and it happens. I mean, and I'll go ahead and tell you it happens to all practice fields at some point. It does. There's nothing yeah. to be embarrassed about. <laughs> That's what she said. You know, I just wonder what prima donna walks on there, though, and he's like, ah, that's too soft. Hey, can y'all come over here and test the hardness scale? <laughs> Do you think I, everybody yeah. walks out and they look at each other and they're like, damn, because I mean, this is not like, you remember old uh, Veteran Stadium in Philadelphia uh, where the turf terrible. is uneven and it's yeah. like an inch yeah. higher in different there, places. There were, uh, there, was, there were cracks where the uh, seams met. That's yeah, right. I get that. They wouldn't play on that. No, but I mean, but, I, but I know you said prima donna, but if it's my living... Right. 
I before mean, the biggest game ever. Before the biggest game I'm ever going to play. And I, there's I, some seams. Yeah. I, 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 I say that loosely. I'm kidding. I mean, if George Kittle blows a knee on this turf. That's a big deal. Yeah. Instantly, you know what I thought about? And I, forget, I wish I remember who, who the kid was in our chat room who made the bet on, oh, yeah. on, on uh, Sam Darnold being MVP. But on a soft turf, Brock Purdy practicing, just dropping back. Slips on that turf, tweaks a knee, boom, here's Sam Darnold getting the start on Sunday. Now, yeah. I think the best thing you want if you have that prop is for Brock Purdy to go down in the first series or two. You don't want Sam Darnold all week knowing That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I want him coming yeah. in. There it is, Seth. Seth, Seth. what do you go, Seth? Seth. 100 to win 18,000. I mean, you love Seth sitting on the couch. <laughs> go down, blow yeah. a knee, blow Hit a knee. Soft turf. Hit him late. Soft turf. Hit him late. Yeah, yeah absolutely, Seth. Why not? Take, take the risk. You got a hundy to burn. Uh, I mean, there's probably a good example of this, but I just cannot remember it. In the Super Bowl, can you remember a starting quarterback getting knocked out of the game? I don't. I cannot remember that happening. Like, obviously, it was the NFC Championship game, Eagles 49ers, where the 49ers were down to Christian McCaffrey, but that was not the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I can't remember it happening. Yeah, in the I Super can't Bowl. either. You know, I told you guys I was watching yesterday on Super Bowl 51, the replay where New England takes it down and they take Atlanta to overtime, blowing that 28-3 lead. That was the first time in 51 years or the first time we've ever had an overtime yeah. Super Bowl. I, I like. I remember, I think it was the one in Jacksonville where Donovan McNabb was sick, right? But he never left the game. Nope. But I mean, he was, I left the game before he you did. Left, you left the game. <laughs> well, back in the old days, um, it was injuries before they got to the Super Bowl. Right, like right. Earl Morrill yep. uh, was the quarterback who replaced Johnny Unitas, and later Earl Morrill was the quarterback who replaced Bob Greasy That's in right. big runs. Yeah, Nick yeah. Foles, Vince Ferragamo. Yeah. yeah, but I've never, I cannot think of a quarterback that went down during a Super Bowl. I mean, how anticlimactic would that be? Is it would be. But well, if it's going to happen to anybody, it seems like it would happen to the 49ers. I guess so. They've dealt with it before. They, they seem to deal with this thing so the super bowl is getting closer and closer uh we will do prop bets later on i guess this week especially when Furman joins us uh but for those that are keeping up not that she's the only one but there are over 100 prop bets on taylor swift for the super bowl over 100 oh, wow but there's over 100 on usher in the halftime show too so they just they throw out a lot of prop bets yeah. now trying yeah. to get that money, actually huh? too many yeah I, the nfl is probably involved with it we're all hypocrites to a degree, right? Right. I don't think there's any doubt. The NFL is probably the most hypocritical um, brand out there. When you go back and how taboo gambling was. They've embraced it now. And now we're sitting in Las Vegas for a Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was reading, Lance, you have always claimed, and I'd not thought of it from this angle, you have always claimed that you thought the semifinal upset of UNLV by Duke was... Oh, I think it was fixed. The most fixed, fixed game of all time. Yeah. So for those that don't remember, UNLV was a one-loss national champion the year before, and in the semifinals ran Duke by 30 points. Yep. Or was it in the finals? It was the finals, ran Duke by 30 points. Yeah, it was right? national championship. National championship game, not even close. Same exact UNLV team comes back undefeated the whole year. Easily the best team in college basketball, and Duke beats them by like a point in the semis. And I never had thought of this aspect, but... I was reading an article since this game is in Vegas and the gambling aspect, and it was talking about that. It was talking about how taboo it once was, and now here's the NFL playing in Las Vegas. UNLV games could not be bet at Las Vegas casinos. No, neither could Nevada Reno. Yeah, and Anything so, in state was off the board. So if UNLV had made the national championship game for a second consecutive year, that was one of the biggest betting days in Vegas 
that would go by the wayside. Yeah, they, so, you couldn't wager on that game. So basically the Final Four, they could wager on one game for two straight years. And that was the article was saying that is the theory now that uh, – was it Larry Johnson? Yeah, Larry yeah. Johnson and Stacey Ogman were both – Allegedly, and there was pictures out there. I think of them in with some local yeah. guys that had a little little juice hot tub, right? Yeah, a hot tub, and it yeah. wasn't. And that's what the article was talking about was the photo that later surfaced to them in the hot tub, that, you know, near the game. And I had always, when you brought that up, I'd always thought you were talking about just being fixed for the betting purposes of that game. But actually, it's a much bigger story because you couldn't bet on that game in yeah. Vegas. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm sure those guys were compensated nicely if, in fact, that allegedly went down. Uh, here's the difference, though, now. And I've always said this, like, I don't think you can manipulate and fix a game because these guys are making too much money. Like, let's say that somebody approached George Kittle and they were like, hey, we need you to drop a critical pass. Or Trent Williams, we need a hold. These guys are making $15, $20 million a year. There's no amount you could give them. Back in 1991, you could give Larry Johnson or Stacey Ogman $25,000, and that is massive. That's game-changing for those guys. And for the pros back then, I mean, you had some pros that were making, you know, $260,000 a year. You just, I mean, look, could an official be bought off? Look, there's a world we live in where that could happen. I mean, it has in the NBA. Yeah, I just don't think that there's a world you could live in where where any of these players get paid off. Yeah, it'd be tough right now, I would think. Yeah. All right, so uh, Super Bowl countdown. We'll get to more of that coming up later on. Last night was, uh, was last night the media night? Or was that tonight? I think it was last night. Today, today, Tuesday is typically the... I thought we did something last night. Uh, It was last night, wasn't it? I know Goodell met the media last night, too. We did that yesterday afternoon. I thought it was always Tuesday, but yeah. yeah, I think they fast forward that up now on Monday. So. Yeah. And that shows you the lack of coverage it gets now is that uh, they used to be uh, all during the screens during the day, but they do it in prime time at night. But uh, well, Lunsford is telling me it was last night uh, mm-hmm. state of in the state of the league address. Uh, he was asked uh, Roger Goodell about um, fixing with Taylor Swift. He laughed at that. He says, now, obviously, we're benefiting from her being part of the league, but we have nothing to do with it. He was asked about fixing the games, um, and he's like, listen, the integrity of the game is our top priority. It's priority one, two, and three, and that's, you know, we didn't legalize gambling in this country, but since it's but, legalized but since gambling. it's a billion-dollar industry, we're going to embrace it That's now. what he said. He yeah. 100% said that. Yeah. yeah, he said, why would we not embrace yeah. it? I mean, why would they not embrace Taylor yeah, Swift? You're bringing in a different demographic. Oh, he, he did. He did embrace it. Yeah. When it's ultimately said and done, she could be worth a billion dollars to the no, he, he said, yeah. we're, we're very thankful that she decided to, you know, to have an impact on our league, but we have nothing to do with it. Um, but he's, he's absolutely, it's benefiting us. He, yeah. he didn't shy away from it. So uh, interesting last night out in Vegas Super Bowl. By the way, uh, Vegas is a center point tonight in sports where uh, Edmonton, uh, the Oilers play the Las Vegas Knights, and Edmonton can set a all-time win streak, 16 straight. They've won. It's hard to believe. It's, I mean, that's a lot uh, in, in hockey, but it's hard to believe when you go back to the Edmonton days, Mark Messier and, and Wayne Gretzky and those Grant Fuhrer, those great Oilers teams that won multiple Stanley Cups. That they didn't pull this feed yeah, off. 1992 really 93 Penguins is who they're trying to tie tonight. 17 straight wins. That's without a draw. You know, you get a lot of ties. Yeah. I don't know what the NBA record is. I mean, it just it's seems 33. Like the, huh? Lakers 33. Lakers 33 straight mm-hmm. wins. Major League Baseball's got to be more than 16, I would think. 
NFL's more than 16. It's interesting. I'm just saying it's interesting that hockey's got the lowest number. I don't know what that equates to. Yeah, that's without a draw. That's straight win. Yeah, straight win. Yeah, I mean, that's, so, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So and that's in Las Vegas tonight. I can imagine how crowded that city uh, is. And then you're going to squeeze into the hockey arena tonight for a little hockey action. You know, I would say, you know, there was a time in place where uh, I really wanted to do Radio Row Super Bowl probably Oof. 15, 20 years ago. I've had no desire in the last Zero. decade. But just watching every time you turn on, whether it's um, Sirius XM, any of these shows, almost everybody's in Las Vegas right now, and they got there yesterday, oh. and I grinded out a full week. <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine. Yeah, it sounds awful. It really does. I've had people ask me before, Why, do you guys not want to go do a show from, I think they call it Media Row now, because there's so many shows like us that are no longer doing radio. I'm like, I have zero interest. It is a bunch of blowhards crammed into the same room. Yeah, crammed and, is the key word. Yeah, and and every former NFL player that was once great is pimping Blue Emu or Sketcher Sneakers or something like that. It's just the awkward interview of, yep. hey, Joe Montana's with us. Uh, Joe, I, you know, we talked football for a minute. Then, Joe, those are some nice shoes you're wearing. Yeah. yeah. You're wearing a Guinness T-shirt. Yeah, Joe. Tell us about Guinness. That's an interesting T-shirt. And you only get five minutes with them. Yeah, it's yeah. But if we were in a market like Nashville and we had a professional team, I'm sure we would be out there. I guess so. Uh, Now we would have to adjust the time, though. Like we couldn't be doing this show at seven o'clock Vegas time. We'd have to. We'd have to have an afternoon show out there. (laughs) I've never understood why you want to change the show based on time zone we're in. Well, because I mean, you, I mean, because you're still staying up to a regular time, but then you're getting up two hours earlier, yeah. right? Yeah. Las Vegas would be tough. Yeah, well, to Las do. Vegas would be very difficult. Well, I get that. Technically, we just did it. You remember that? Yeah, I well, do we, remember that. We, yes, we did it for a day. Yes, two different times, <laughs> and it did it did lay with us uh, for a while. All right, we'll get into the college football news that are making headlines, and then to basketball. Stephen Pearl on the eve of Auburn hosting Alabama in our next segment. Show being brought to you by our friends at Way to Wellness, your journey to healthy living. I was by there yesterday. A little bit later on. A little bit later on, I'll be enjoying this uh, caramel crunch. It's uh, the best one, I think. It's That's the, a good one. It's the 100 grand bar. I eat four of these a day, throw in a, a lunch and dinner of my own choosing. Last night, I made a little homemade chicken salad. I'd grilled up some chicken. And I said, man, I'm tired of just eating some chicken or steak or whatever. So I made some homemade chicken salad. You, you put grapes in it? Yeah, I was about to say, do you put grapes in your I like grapes. I, I'm good either way. It's I good did. with grapes. Go okay. without. I went I went grapes in it, a little chopped up celery as well, some yeah. onion in it. And, uh, now you lost me. Any, put, any pecans? Uh, no pecans Ooh, in I it. I don't like pecans yeah. in it. Yeah. Uh, nope. I like nuts by themselves. <laughs> Chop that out. Uh, little, little mayonnaise <laughs> on some toasted bread. Threw that on there. Mm, it was so good last I night. I can't believe you went to the trouble of making chicken salad. I was bored yesterday, man. And I'm, on, I'm on some heavy medication to try to get this stuff kicked out of my head. I went to <laughs> a... Not uh, mentally, the, uh, all the uh, drainage and stuff from the sinuses. I went to a grocery store that you go to, Brown. Yeah. They used to kind of sort of be a sponsor, I guess. Okay. Yep. But when I was driving past there, I drove past the golf course, and I all I could think about was Dunaway. I was like, it's a nice day. you got to be out on the golf course. No, I played Saturday, and, um, you know, until we get our schedule finalized up here, I'm trying to, you know, not schedule things until I know when we're doing things and not doing things. Like Mystery Fifth Hours now on a Friday, not on a Monday. Did you know Dunaway's the last to know everything up there? <laughs> yeah. So I just, I just, I just sort of, I'm keeping, I'm keeping my weekdays open for the time being until I can, uh, See how everything's going to land up here on the Mystery Fifth Hour and things like that. We I, I didn't know a lot we of had parts. Uh, big things to lock in up <laughs> yes. here, do we? Yeah. A lot Mystery of Fifth parts. Hour's been on Fridays for quite a while now. You yeah. could go ahead and book the Fridays yeah. on that one. Rockstar, how, how many Mystery Fifth Hours have we done on Fridays, you think? Oh, God, I don't know. We we, we, we had trouble with a, about a month or so where we yeah. had... Yeah, yeah, I don't think we've ever done one on a Monday. 
We used, used to, to but that's, that's been Mondays. months ago. It's <laughs> been it on Friday switched, for quite a while. Switched to Wednesdays for a while. And yeah. It was, yeah, it's just it's been. Yeah, it's hard so, to get consistent. Uh, our friends at Weight of Wellness will keep you consistent with your diet if you're trying to jumpstart some weight loss this year. No contract, no sign up fees. Your first consultation is free. All you have to do is go to this website, aplanforme.com. Aplanforme.com. It is Weight of Wellness, your journey to healthy living. They can do so much for you uh, right there at Weight of Wellness. Uh, one news for Alabama fans that's going to make them feel a little bit better, I think. Ryan Williams isn't waiting to his birthday on Friday. He has decided, I'm going to sign with my Sarah Land teammates on National Signing Day at 10 a.m. He puts this announcement out last night on social media. By the way, uh, this kid posts more on social media than Taylor Korn does. I'd say it's up. Hollywood is there for a reason. I'll be signing Wednesday, February 7th at 10 a.m. with my team. Can, uh, can I say that is a very mature decision by him because, unfortunately, his teammates wouldn't get the same amount of attention with him signing on another day as they would with him signing that day. To your but, point, the local TV cameras and they such, wouldn't show up for the teammates. Up for the nope. teammates. They, they would show, show up, up on Friday. Him. So yeah. good for him. Yeah, would you guys, if you're not Kalen DeBoer, say, hey, look, um, it's totally your decision, but you got a lot going on on your birthday. You know, focus on family yeah. and your time. You're, you're saying you want that letter in as yeah. quick as possible. And, yes. and maybe, you know, do this with your team because they get a little exposure that they're probably never going to get again that you will yeah. continue to get. No, that's a nice move by him. Um, you know, he certainly has caught a lot of attention by the way he's handled his recruitment and some criticism. But I think this is a mature move to to really be a good teammate one last time at Sarah Land and, and get your – you know, your brothers that helped you get where you are, get them a little attention. Nice, uh, nice of him to do it that way. Uh, LT's neighbor, Jim, are you uh, still worried about him? Are you the only one still worried about him? Until letter is signed, man. Yeah. I'm a, a letter, I'm a hay in the barn kind of guy. <laughs> Kevin says, Dunaway, I'm looking forward to seeing you in Suttles tomorrow. Don't land minus. Uh, if you're a member of Yay Alabama or the Red Elephant Club, uh, Aaron Suttles and I are doing a show tomorrow afternoon uh, from over at the stadium. Uh, from about 2.15 uh, through the afternoon that will include Kalen DeBoer and his coaching staff. And uh, we'll be breaking down national signing days, all the transfer portal guys and everything else setting up for the Tide. you got to be a member of Yay Alabama to see that stream there. So if you're not, go see that. And uh, if you're a Red Elephant Club member, you'll be there. Uh, so looking forward to doing that with Aaron Suttles, who is by today – here up here at Double Down Media to have a conversation with LT for Bama and Bourbon. Yeah, today. he was traveling with the A Alabama and the coaches yesterday, so we moved it until today, and this will be the first Bama and Bourbon where I will not be participating. You're yeah. just going to smell the bourbon? I will smell Smells the bourbon. great, Aaron. Yeah. I will ask Aaron his thoughts. I've actually had the bourbon we're actually sampling today, so I know exactly... <laughs> Yes. what it's all about uh, it's a good one though you can talk about it so yeah. bam and bourbon recording today set your alerts it'll be coming out on all our platforms so one other thing alabama's still finalizing their first coaching staff everyone's still waiting for that final announcement that ryan grubb is the offensive coordinator uh, in tuscaloosa or is he in seattle we'll find out when it's finally assigned dilled and officially announced by alabama but they did get a couple of us com- a couple of coaches added yesterday uh william n ing how you, how I I N G E? How are you going to say it's that? It's either Inge or Ing. I think okay. I'd go Inge. I'll yeah. go Inge. This seems like a uh, kind of a desperation special teams hire. Uh, well, he's a linebacker coach that's coming in. An older guy that was with him at Washington, Jay Nunez, is a special teams. Oh, guy, okay. Right? I, I had read that that because Inge 
um, has special teams experience. When, right. when, when the gang was all together in Bloomington, he was a special teams yeah. guy. Well, so he, I had read that he was going to be special teams. He may be special teams yeah. guy, and Nunez was an off-the-field analyst at Oklahoma. He may stay off the field in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, that's what of, I've read. Okay, both yeah. of those guys were added, Nunez and Inge. And I think by my addition, counting Ryan Grubb, that gives you a head coach and 10 assistants, whether they're all on the field or not, uh, on this Alabama coaching staff, the first under Kalen DeBoer. Later in the show, I don't know how much you guys put into David Hell's returning production rankings. One less now than ever. Yeah, less now than ever. Because of the portal, right? Yeah, the portal changes it, and guys just come in ready to play as freshmen more often than not now. Yeah. Surprising team leads the way in the SEC, and Alabama has a surprising number. We'll talk about that after we talk to Stephen Pearl coming up in the next segment. We'll get ready for basketball. Tomorrow night, it's Alabama and Auburn in a big one. Yesterday, Lenardi's bracketology has Alabama as a three-seed, Auburn as a four-seed, uh, Tennessee's a two-seed in the SEC. There you see the bracketology. Uh, Alabama number 10 overall, Auburn number 14 overall, so it's a high-impact quad one game down at Neville Arena tomorrow night. We will talk to Stephen Pearl about that showdown and Auburn's big win at Ole Miss when we come back on the show that's being brought to you today in part by our friends at Odie's. Yeah, Odie's Tavern tomorrow night. How about this? We're going to get going a little after 8 o'clock. The Alabama-Auburn game tips at 6. So you'll have an opportunity to come in there. After that game, we will go live. I know uh, Rockstar is hoping for like a triple, quadruple overtime. I want want game, game. I want drama. Let's play two, Rockstar. I want drama. Yeah, so we will have that. Uh, They'll have all the TVs on uh, Auburn and Alabama. So make sure you stop by. And then a little after that game, we will get started with Odie's Team Trivia. We do that every Wednesday night at the original location of Crestline. Get there early. Enjoy the game. Enjoy incredible food from Rodney Davis. Award-winning wings. Delicious burgers. Great sandwiches including that Diablo sandwich newest location in Homewood stop and see Will Haver and those great staffs Odie's Tavern follow Brownie on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan Brown Live Spring weather is here, and our friends at Hemphill Services are offering a $69 HVAC tune-up, plus 10% off any service call when you mention the next round. Call Adam, Chad, and the guys at Hemphill Services. Make sure your HVAC unit is ready to keep up with the changing weather. Hemphill Services, locally owned and operated independent train dealer. The team can service all makes and models. For all of your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs, call Hemphill Services. It's hard to stop a train. 205-229-2090 or HemphillServices.com. That's 205-229-2090, HemphillServices.com. The next round is so much more than the show you get from 9 to 1 each day. So make sure to head to our official YouTube channel at Next Round Live and subscribe to get all of our latest content. We, of course, have plenty of specialty content and shorts based all around the sports in the heart of the SEC. But we also talk pro sports, gambling, lifestyle and entertainment, and so much more. It's the Next Round YouTube channel where you never know what you're going to find next. Subscribe now to see the latest content and get notifications when we go live. That's at Next Round Live on YouTube. Stop by the New York Butcher Shop and pick up the finest in certified Angus Prime Beef steaks and burgers, premium pork chops, ribs, and all-natural chicken cut to order just for you. Their chef-prepared entrees and side dishes are the perfect dinner-to-go choice for your family and are ready to heat at home. With a great selection of fine wines and desserts, the New York Butcher Shop is your one-stop dinner shop. Two locations to serve you, Cahaba Heights and on Highway 119 in Greystone, the New York Butcher Shop, rare quality, well-done service. 
Hey, Lance Taylor from the next round to tell you about our friends at Gutter Cap. Gutter Cap's that patented aluminum cover system that fits over most existing gutters to keep out debris and eliminate that gutter cleaning. It's back with a lifetime warranty, almost 20-year service record right here in Birmingham. Stay off that dangerous ladder forever. 45% off the retail price now if you call guttercapbirmingham.com. Call my good friend Chris Stewart now, 205-823-2212. Cap it, don't snap it, it's Gutter Cap. Hey, let me tell you about our friends at Urology Centers of Alabama. Compassionate and comprehensive urological care with 35 physicians, 17 locations across Alabama. Their patient-centered approach to all of your urological needs. Remember, they've got that new men's health center. It is beautiful, helping men with a wide range of sensitive male issues in a comfortable environment. You can always go online, visit urologycentersalabama.com, schedule an appointment with one of their many urologists today. Support the show and grab some great t-shirts and hoodies right now in the Next Round store. Buy the Alabama State Map shirts in your team's favorite colors, the popular Y'all Can Have the Rest, or Next Round Flag shirts are also online now. Just go to nextround.store. That's nextround.store. The traditional Next Round logo shirts are there too. Buy them for yourself or they make a great gift for someone else. And let us know what you'd like to see in the store coming up. Nextround.store. That's nextround.store. In just a second, we'll talk to Stephen Pearl about uh, basketball happening tomorrow night. Last night, as I projected, Kansas State beat Kansas, another uh, road team placing, uh, fa- facing an unranked team. And uh, coming off a big win for Kansas over Houston, they can't back it up against Kansas State, 75-70. to 70. So anytime you win on the road, Anytime, anywhere, it's a big deal. Well, look, I know in the SEC we've talked about that, how difficult it is to win on the road. But the the Big 12, I mean, that conference is a gauntlet. Kansas plays maybe the best 30 minutes or, excuse me, 20 minutes of basketball um, in the first half against Houston, and then they turn around and they blow an 11-point second-half lead on the road in Manhattan. There is no difference between the SEC and the Big 12. Zero difference. Well, outside of the fact that the Big 12 wins national championships, I mean, outside of that, yeah. I'll say this year. And I know you're playing up for our next guest. No, but no, no. I, know, but I mean, the fact of the matter is the Big 12 is the best conference in basketball. I don't need to play up with Steven. He likes okay. me regardless of my flaws. But nine bids from both the Big 12 and the SEC right now. It's yeah. equally Okay, it's when the SEC top. can win some national Steven championships. Steven Pearl is about. with us, the Auburn coach. Do you like Dunaway in spite of his flaws, Steven? Uh, yeah, I love Dunaway in spite of his flaws. That's that's that's, that's for sure. He's such that's, an ass kisser, though. <laughs> he really is. I like that. He, that play, hoodie, he plays though. to his audience. Hey, that he hoodie's sweet. Doing. That's back to back weeks we've complimented Stephen's hoodie. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of ass kissing, <laughs> no, I mean I don't kiss. This one's from home field. I'm trying to get an NIL deal at some point, so this is from home field, and uh, I wish they would sponsor me, but I think they're Indiana alumni. Since we kicked their ass by 28 points, they're probably not going to help me out anytime soon. <laughs> At least you hadn't done a deep dive knowing exactly everything about home field. <laughs> um, all right, so let's go back to halftime in Oxford. Well, real um, quickly, I guess you're out on Blue Delta jeans now, too, after you kicked Ole Miss's ass this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably not gonna work on that one either <laughs> that's like a 400 dollars pair of jeans i think i'd be nervous to wear them i, I spilled too much stuff in my lap 
Um, let, let's go back to halftime in Oxford. Uh, Jalen Williams said after the game, and then all of the other players are talking about it, that basically Chad baker Mazzara said, everybody out of the locker room, this is players only. Um, well, as a coach, when you see that happen, I mean, how does that affect you? I mean, like, what are you thinking? Like, well, I've actually got some adjustments to make. Did you want to see that happen? I mean, what was the, what was the reaction of the coaches? Well, I mean, being perfectly honest, like most of the coaches were actually in the hallway. So BP had walked in to address the team initially, and that's when Chad had kicked out like the managers, BP, and the trainers. So he really kicked out the head coach, which is, a, which is kind of a ballsy move. Um, so we didn't really know about it. The assistant coaches didn't know about it till after the game. But, um, you know, I think that just shows, you know, I think how close this team is and I think it also shows how much BP trusts the players to kind of run their locker room. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, we can only do so many things. It's really their team, and it's really up to them if they want to win or lose games. So um, I think Chad's someone that everyone respects, and I think his voice is very well uh, respected, and it's it's, it's heard uh, when he does speak up in the locker room. So, you know, it was definitely something – you know that 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 was obviously a positive, and it's something that you know they obviously held on to. But you know, looking at that first half, I mean, people think that you know being down nine at Ole Miss, a team that's undefeated at home, is like such a bad thing. Like they they played great in the first half, and I thought we played pretty well too. It's just you know when you're playing a team that you know is a twenty nine point different type team at home, like you're going to get down. Um, so, I mean, people were panicking, and I saw all the tweets and all the messages and everyone saying, oh, same old Auburn on the road. No, it's just life on the road. You know, you, you talked about it as we were opening up. Like, Kansas goes to Kansas State, who's probably, like, in the 70s uh, in Ken Palm or something, and, you know, they're they're blowing 11-point lead. It's just hard to win on the road, and you're, you're going to get down on the road, and it's about, you know, being able to stay composed and, and not panic. And I thought our guys did a really good job of just kind of staying – you know, staying with the game plan, you know, you can't really switch too many things up when they're, when they're just making contested shots. And, you know, we were getting good looks offensively and we were making shots early. So we felt pretty confident that we'd be able to come out in the second half and and continue to stick to what we would do and wear them out over a 40 minute game. And sure enough, they got tired in the second half and then offensively, everything just kind of opened up and everything got a lot easier as the game went on. So credit to our guys for Staying composed, staying together, and Chad obviously had a big piece of that with what he said at halftime. Hey, you guys have played some dominant basketball at times this year, but that that final twenty minutes—I mean, going twenty-two or thirty from the field, uh, outscoring them fifty-six thirty-three on the road—is that the best half of basketball you guys have played this year? Uh, yeah, I mean, on the road, fifty-six to thirty-three. You know, yeah, I would say it's probably our best half of basketball. Um, you know, making 12 threes on the road. You know, I think our guys heard that you were questioning how many threes we were taking on the road. (laughs) So they decided to just shove it in your face and go 12 for 27. As long as you make some, you you can't take too many. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's all, it's good. I mean, um, yeah, that we played really well and our, our guys executed, but you know, I think part of it too is Ole Miss got tired uh, in the second half. And I mean, that environment, I mean that that was an unbelievable environment. That that's probably the toughest environment we've played in, or we will play in all year. Like that that place has Neville Arena vibes, but a little bigger. Honestly, it's you know it's probably a thousand seats more. But um, yeah, that was that was an impressive environment, and for our guys to execute in the way they did 
um, says a lot about, you know, uh, our composure and, and our guys just kind of staying locked in. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that was probably our best half of basketball that we played this year. Uh, Stephen Pearl is with us, associate head coach, Auburn basketball on the johnstonrvcenter.com hotline. Um, obviously, Janai Broom was unaware. Morgan Freeman was sitting courtside initially. Had you seen him there? Did you realize – you may not even have seen the interaction – initially but did you realize it was morgan freeman that was grabbing his jersey not just a random fan i I didn't see it live like in the game but we we saw him as we walked out i think morgan freeman's zero and three when we played in that building so (laughs) i hope morgan i hope morgan shows up every year for the old miss game because he hasn't been great for him um but you know it it was pretty funny seeing it after the game and seeing janai's reaction to it obviously he's a big fan and you know, the game was getting kind of chippy. So Janiyo kind of had his, you know, had his had his guard raised because Breakfield kind of headbutted Janiyo in the middle of the game. So, you know, the fans were, I'm not going to lie, they were crazy before the game, some of the stuff that they were saying to our guys. So our guys were kind of on edge a little bit with that. So it didn't surprise me how Janiyo reacted, but it was really funny how he came back and apologized. And, you know, Morgan Freeman seemed to be pretty cool about it. So unbelievable environment. And, you know, they pulled out all the stops. They had Marshall Henderson come out in the pregame oh. and like lead their like pregame cheer and he texted me after the game and it, it was funny. So they, they they did, you know, they did just about everything they possibly could uh to make that environment the way it was and uh it, it was it felt even better to get the win um when when everything was going on. Uh so here comes Alabama and I have a feeling even though you lost the game in Tuscaloosa, uh we talked to you after that game, it seemed like you were still proud of a lot of things you guys did in that game. In a rematch scenario, how much do game plans uh game plans change and having a look at the other opponent, does that help you as you game plan a second time around? I mean, game plans change a little bit, um, but at the end of the day, it's about understanding their personnel, understanding some of the mistakes that we made in that game and just the adjustments that, you know, we have to make, um, you know, understanding where their strong suits are and how to guard them. Um, you know, we obviously did a terrible job of crashing the defensive glass. They had 16 offensive rebounds, and a lot of those, you know, happened late when, you know, they were able to get you know, buckets late in the game off of offensive rebounds. And, you know, we sent them to the line too much in the second half and just too many breakdowns, uh, too many turnovers in the first half. And, you know, obviously it's, it, you know, playing on the road, it's, it's difficult. We were down 14 in the first half and our guys did a pretty good job of staying composed and, you know, battling back into that game. And sure enough, we had a free throw to tie it with, you know, whatever, 16 seconds left in the game. So, um, yeah, you got to make adjustments. But the fact that we're playing them so close to when we just recently played them, Similar to Ole Miss and Vanderbilt, there's not a ton that changes between then, uh, now and then. So, you know, each team will make a few tweaks on each end. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, it's about sitting down, guarding your man one-on-one, and, and you know, keep him off the offensive glass. Do you, do you expect to see Nick Pringle in this game? Obviously, he's one of those big bodies that they would, they would throw at Janai Broom underneath. He's been suspended. Would you, do you plan on seeing him? Does Diabate bring uh, maybe something to the table that, that you didn't see in the earlier game? Yeah, I mean, I, I would expect him to play. You know, he's been out for a couple of games, so we prepare as if he is going to play. Um, now, I think you know him playing. Uh, I think offensively, they're they're better without him, honestly. Uh, but defensively, he brings a piece that you know some of those younger bigs aren't going to be able to bring in a physicality. But you, know, you looked at you know the first game. You know, they played a couple of those guys. You know. Uh, you know, th- 13 minutes between the other two bigs. So, um, you know, without Pringle, 
you know, uh, obviously Grant Nelson will play more five, which makes them, you know, better offensively. So we're going to prepare as if Pringle is going to play, but, you know, got to be ready for if he's not as well. A few more moments with uh, Auburn Associate Head Coach Stephen Pearl on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline. Obviously, it's an emotional game no matter where you play it, but in your arena, which uh, is one of the most difficult places to play, that crowd will be juiced. Is there a concern among coaches about players getting too juiced? I mean, can that happen? Uh, I mean, yeah, in rivalry games that happens. And if you looked at game one, there was a few chippy plays that happened. So I would imagine that our players will have that in the back of their minds. And, um, you know, we'll obviously be ready to go out and and do do the talk with our playing. Um, But, yeah, I mean, rivalry games are are way different. And um, it just, you know, I hate to say it just means more, but it does mean more when you're playing, you know, Alabama. So, you know, you got to be able to try and control it in the game, but understand that kids are going to be kids. And, um, you know, it's just, it's an added element to the game that, you know, um, could, could be a positive and could be a negative. You just got to go out there and trust your guys to kind of do their jobs and, and handle their business. Hey, back to Oxford. I asked you about the uh, best half of basketball. What about Chad Baker's dunk a little under two minutes to go? To me, that's like maybe the most electrifying uh, moment I have seen for you guys this year. Where does that one rank? Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, you know, Chad is like so – he doesn't jump very high, but he's so long that we were worried that he was going to get hung on the rim. So uh, when he made it, it was it was awesome. Um, you know, it, 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 was a, it, was, it was a cool – it was a cool moment. You know, KD Johnson being KD – uh, as the ball's bouncing on the ground, he screams at the ball. I don't know if you saw that on the replay, but you know that was really funny. And then a possession later, you know, we're we're, we're trying to run the clock out, and Trey goes to the basket, misses a layup, and KD comes in behind him and dunks it and hangs on the rim like a crazy person. And I'm like telling BP, I was like, you got to live with that technical foul because they were just. <clears throat> They're just juiced up and you know, obviously excited to get the win. So that sequence was was, was a lot of fun and, and really cool. And you know, our guys, uh, uh, obviously, you know, from all the hard work and time, you know, they, they deserve that win. And it was just a nice way to kind of end it with an exclamation point with those guys finishing off the game like, the way they did. All right. It is Auburn playing host to Alabama Neville Arena tomorrow night. Coach, thank you very much for the time. We'll see you next week. All right, guys. Appreciate it. War Eagle. All right. Enjoyed it. Coach Stephen Pearl with us on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline. He is uh, very kind to join us every Tuesday at 925. And little T will be there for us, giving you all the uh, behind-the-scenes stuff on our social media platforms, on Instagram, TikTok, and on uh, Twitter, on X. So make sure you're uh, tuned into that, liking and subscribing, everything you get there. And we appreciate the likes on that. It helps us tremendously. Uh, She'll be there early in the day and uh, a lot of programming around that game on our social media platforms. So Feel free to check that out at Next Round Live on all the platforms there. Show being brought to you by a couple of great sponsors. One of them, our friends at the University of Montevallo. If you're looking for a wonderful place for your son or daughter to call home during college, check out Montevallo. First entryway getting information about Montevallo is Montevallo.edu. Montevallo.edu. Get all the information you need about the school there and schedule an in-person tour. Great place, fraternities, sororities, on-campus life, wonderful academics, and 23 NCAA Division II Fully funded scholarship sports. 
Schedule that in-person tour and get more information at Montevallo.edu, Montevallo.edu. Show also being brought to you by our friends at Michelson Laser Vision LT. Yeah, make the phone call that I made over two decades ago, 205-969-8100. Ask for Amy Toe, the next round sent you. Ask her about that pre-inflation pricing as well. I had the 2200 Vision. I was legally blind without the aid of contacts. I was wasting money each and every year on contacts and solution. Went to see Dr. Mark Michelson the first to perform the surgery of LASIK in the state of Alabama back in 1995. I've got 2015 vision, better than 2020. Make the call that I made, 205-969-8100. For more information, michelsonlaservision.com. Janai Broom, your SEC Player of the Week for Auburn after what he did last week uh, for the Tigers. Again, I told you, Lenardi, he's got Auburn on the four line, Alabama on the three line. That could uh, flip a little bit or get a little closer together after the game uh, tomorrow night down there at Neville Arena for that one. One other note here uh, before we uh, take our next break is if you're not paying attention to college basketball, there may be a team not in the bracket this year that was always a given. Have you noticed that Gonzaga is on the outside oh, yeah. looking in right now? Yeah. yeah. Um, about they're losing in-season league games, which I just I can't recall that with Mark Few. They are still – now, here, there two things here. They're still 26th in the net. And keep in mind, we focus a lot on Ken Palm. You just heard um, Stephen Pearl mention Ken Palm. That's the one everybody, all the coaches look at. They're 21st there. It's hard for me to believe 21st in Ken Palm, 26th in the net, they're left out of this thing. Well, and, and they've got a brand. You exactly. Know, and and there is now, something that goes down to that. The other thing, though, is, and we talked a lot, a lot about Auburn's quad one and how badly they needed a quad one win. Gonzaga's 0-5. They do yeah. not have a quad one win. If they, they, don't, get to, they don't play another game. Yeah, they, yeah, they don't get chances to do that. If they, don't, if they get to the end of the year without a quad one win. They don't play another one. So they they couldn't get St. Mary's in the conference St. Mary's tournament? is nowhere near ranked anymore, I don't think. Well, St. Mary's is 21, in the, uh, but if they played them, it'd be a quad one. They yeah, just played would... this weekend and lost. So I, I know, guess, but they yeah. could get yeah, them in the conference tournament. They could, yeah. 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 Um, but, I mean, if they get to the end of the year and have zero quad ones. Yeah, uh, if you get the Lenardi sheet again, Lenardi, right now, bracketology, not even first four out or next four out, uh, way below, you see the next after the first four out, next four out, then you get Gonzaga. So they're currently nine spots out of the NCAA tournament. Now they're in a bid, a league that oftentimes in history has been a one-bid league or a two-big league with Gonzaga's brand. They can get to the tournament, West Coast Conference tournament, and win that tournament. Yeah, I mean, we could see Gonzaga in a play-in game. Where is San Francisco right now? Uh, in the net? Yeah. You're to give me a second. The only reason I'm asking that is they play on the road at San Francisco, and San Francisco's a pretty good team this year. That's right. So, I mean, they're that, worst that case be, quad two. That could be a quad one win, yeah. you mentioned. Yeah, just yeah, on the road. Uh, San Francisco's 63rd, so if they play them on the road, that is a if they stay in yeah. the top 75, that is a quad one. Yeah, but usually by this point, the debate for Gonzaga is – Oh yeah, uh, are they going to be a one seed or a two yeah. seed, or the overall one? Yeah, they're going to come east, one. or they're going to play out west. And yeah. you can make a, you can make a case, you know, how weak their you know conference schedule has been over the years. But they've been to two championship oh, games, yeah. right? Lost to North Carolina, lost to Baylor. Um, the North Carolina game was fantastic. The Baylor game, they just caught the hottest team in basketball because yeah. that Gonzaga team was the best, in my opinion, under Mark Few. Uh, are you starting to think, though, and look, this is probably just knee-jerk because of the season they're having, sitting at 16-6, and six, 
Do you think he ever gets a national championship? Nope, nope. I do not. It feels like the moment is past. It and, does. And Gonzaga, you mean? Yeah. Because he could take a job. He you know, could. He could take the Kentucky job. Or the Louisville job. Or the Louisville job. Or yeah, job. I said that last week. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he does. Like, I think he would have been a lifer, but with the unknowns now. Um, and... I mean, well, I mean, just winning five games in two different tournaments and having that opportunity to win that six. But, you know, I mean, it would be just like college basketball for him and have to go to Dayton and that be his national championship team, right? He goes right. to Dayton, he just gets hot, and they win the national championship oh, yeah. out of Dayton. The play-in game. Yeah, yeah play-in yeah, game. Yeah. Not to take the Dayton coaching job. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. But Gonzaga has a great home court advantage and that tuition, I mean, not the tuition, but the enrollment has gone through the roof at Gonzaga. Tuition probably has too. Uh, since Gonzaga got on that basketball run and it's changed the whole landscape of that school and you just wonder uh, if those days have passed. If those days have passed. Well, if you want the Louisville job, following Kenny Payne is about the best it's ever going to get for you. Yep. You, you. There are times where you've had to follow Denny Crum or Rick Patino or somebody like that. Yeah, I mentioned Nate Oates yesterday when that, I job, that. that job comes open. Uh, and I only bring that up because he has such a huge buyout uh, with the great job Greg Byrne did getting that contract signed last year, um, that it will take a program desperate with a boatload of money like Louisville to to get Nate Oates away this early in the contract. A little speaking a little out of school here, I think it's twenty million if it's after yeah. this year. I thought it was twelve, but you know, I, I remember I may be wrong. Last year when we were in Nashville, me and Brown, uh, I forgot the name of the steakhouse. It was overlooking. It was in the uh, hotel we were Bourbon. in. Bourbon, yeah. Bourbon Steakhouse, and we're sitting there with a Kentucky fan and his dad, and we were talking to them, and they were talking about, hey, we're done with Calipari, and we asked them, what direction would you guys want to go? And they said, Nate Oates. Yeah, his style of play um, is just, I mean, you see the job he's doing at Tuscaloosa. Yeah, it, it recruits itself, and uh, it's its a when, when you hit some threes, it is hard to beat it. $12 million now drops to 10 March 15th. I was right. $12 million. Yeah. Lucky guess on my part. Uh, we roll on. When we come back, uh, we will get to some college football stuff. And then top of the hour, Clay Travis joins the show to talk a little Super Bowl show being brought to you by our friends at A+. A+, towel home remodeling. That is my man, Brad Bell. My wife and I, when we bought our home, we knew we wanted to redo the master bath. Uh, it, it was white. We liked the darker colors. It needed updated. But, like many things, we kicked the can down the road. Finally, she said, hey, we're doing it. So she scoured the internet to try to find the best person for the job. She talked to certain contractors, people that had used certain contractors. She selected Brad Bell, and I'm glad she did. First of all, his quotes were um, so competitive. And then the work was incredible. I mean, and I went back and looked, and I'm like, man, for the quotes we got and the work we got, it would be impossible to get a better deal. He warned me, though, as we were getting quotes. He's like, I'm not going to discourage you from asking about these one-day bathroom model people because you're going to find the quotes often are double what mine are and a lot of times they just come in and do shoddy work they slap a shower over an existing shower and that is just disgusting i did not get that for brad his crews were incredible they were on time they worked hard they were clean they were courteous they answered any questions we had end of every day they gave us an update uh, on what they had done brad specializes in master bath kitchen and master bedroom closets He did Lance's master bath as well. For Lance went from darker to lighter. Just shows you he's not hung up on one way of doing it. He does it to your vision. But when you're living in your home, you're going to enjoy the master bath kitchen and master bedroom closet more than anything. And when you go to sell it, it's where you're going to get your money back. So call Brad Bell now. If you missed any of this, I'll be happy to get you in touch. 205-422-1758. 205-422-1758. Brad Bell, A-plus tile, home remodeling. Follow Dunaway on Twitter and Instagram at Jim Dunaway. 
Hey, there's nothing worse than waking up to a plumbing problem. Don't get caught in a flooded house. Call the guys at Hemphill Services. Adam, Chad, and the team at Hemphill are the only ones I trust to fix it and fix it right the first time. Hemphill Services does it right and always at a fair price. For all of your plumbing, cooling, and heating needs, trust the name that Birmingham has trusted since 1954. That is Hemphill Services. Call now. 205-229-2090. That's 205-229-2090. The Next Round Store is live and loaded. Check out the latest logo t-shirts and hoodies. Get your favorite team colors. The Next Round flag shirt or grab the popular Y'all can have the rest t-shirts. Go to nextround.store. That's nextround.store. Hey, Lance Taylor from the next round to tell you about one of our favorite places for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That is Hamburger Heaven since 1982. Hamburger Heaven has been serving Birmingham's best hamburgers, cheeseburgers, french fries, hand-spun milkshakes, and sandwiches made fresh to order. All of their ingredients are fresh and prepared daily. This includes their beef, always fresh, never frozen, hand-pattied each and every day. For breakfast, lunch, or dinner, visit any of the four locations, Highway 280, Irondale, Gardendale, and Homewood. This hour of the next round is presented by the Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Now featuring seven days of giveaways with your chance to win a share of up to $125,000. The more you visit the Birmingham Racecourse Casino, the more chances you have to win. Storm season is here. Make sure you have a plan of action in place right now. Greg from Pell City and Storm Restoration Roofing should be your first call when storms hit. Insurance companies love working with Storm Restoration Roofing because of Greg Nelson's name and reputation in the industry. When storms hit, call Greg Nelson. He's local. 205-542-3531. He's the home of the free no-cost roof inspection. Greg from Pell City on Facebook. 205 542 3531. It's Storm Restoration Roofing. Hey, Lance Taylor from the next round to tell you about our friends at Gutter Cap. Gutter Cap's that patented aluminum cover system that fits over most existing gutters to keep out debris and eliminate that gutter cleaning. It's back with a lifetime warranty, almost 20-year service record right here in Birmingham. Stay off that dangerous ladder forever. 45% off the retail price now if you call. GutterCapBirmingham.com. Call my good friend Chris Stewart now, 205-823-2212. Cap it, don't snap it, it's Gutter Cap. Follow Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. The social media team at Next Round Live will share the latest interviews and videos from UAB, Alabama, Auburn, and campuses all over the college landscape. You'll also get the latest highlights and news from the Next Round Live daily show. Jim, Lance, and Ryan will share their thoughts. And remember, you can always see the old shows on the Next Round Live YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, and don't forget to comment. Turn on the notifications so you don't miss a thing. It's Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. By the way, it uh, sucks to be a part of a the other wrong side of a crime, doesn't it? Uh, it sucks to what? To be on the wrong side of a crime. Generally, yes. Yeah, uh, you I mean can't. getting robbed, getting yeah. shot, getting I, stabbed? I can't getting... think of a crime where I'd say, yeah, if I was on the wrong side of it, I'd be. <laughs> um, Juju Lewis, who's a five-star quarterback, is visiting Georgia over the weekend. So he flies into Atlanta, Georgia. So okay. he has to leave his car at the Atlanta airport. Um, and here he is. He's at the uh, Georgia basketball game with Kirby Smart. Look at this, Kirby. Hey, had a great time today visiting Georgia football, Kirby Smart, Georgia, blah, 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 blah. Got a little Trey Young in him, by the way. Then he gets back to the Atlanta airport. They really stole my truck out of the Atlanta airport parking ramp in 24 hours. Dang. 
That's pretty impressive. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure Kirby said, "Don't you worry about that, son." Yeah, we'll have you. We'll have you another one tomorrow. Wait, I'm confused because the kid's only 15 years old. Uh, I think he turned 16, like maybe this month or last month. I don't know. I think yeah. he's 15, and he's reclassifying. Oh, you think he's driving as a 15? Yeah, it might be. I used to yeah. drive as a 14 year old, so yeah, maybe so. Maybe Boy, so. I tell you what, nobody in that picture looks comfortable. Yeah, Kirby. Juju or the kid sitting next to him. They all look very uncomfortable. Remember one time he was committed to USC, he has reclassified to where he's going to be part of the 2025 recruiting class. And um, George is in the mix. So's Auburn. Some others. So, so who had more trouble in Atlanta this week, uh, Larry David or Juju? What did Larry David do? Oh, Larry had a birthday party he was flown out there for. Now, is this on the show or is this, this actual this Larry David? Oh, on the show. Oh, yeah. okay. Not in real life. Yeah, the, the actual episode of the last season, the first episode, is called Atlanta. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he goes south. He goes south yeah. for a birthday party. You know, these celebrities get paid to go. Yeah. I cannot it's imagine. so typical Larry David. Larry too. David in the south. Doesn't seem like it would play very well. I did see a recent interview on Howard Stern where he talked about that. Uh, and I didn't know this. He was a writer on Saturday Night Live, and he quit. And it's just like the episode with George Costanza when Costanza quits and then shows up at work uh, the next day. And yeah. he said, I quit on Saturday Night Live because I was getting my skit was being cut. My 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 bit, my writing was getting cut. The last cut every time we would get to the night of the show and the uh, show would be running long or whatever, and they would, they would cut my bit. And finally they cut it one night, and he walked in and he said, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. He walks home cold. He says he was thinking about all the money he'd lost. And then his friend, who ended up being the Kramer character, said, just go back to work on Monday and act like nothing happened. <laughs> he did. And he said he, he did. did. And he said he's sitting there, and all the other writers who had heard him blow yeah. up was sitting there on the couch staring at him, but he just sat down, and I think Dick Ebersol was in charge of the show at the time, later for NBC Sports. And he said he went through and came to Larry. Got anything you're working on? Larry pitched an idea. <laughs> Y'all took that serious? That was a bit I was working on. I didn't quit. He was also a limo driver before that. Can you imagine him being your limo driver? I cannot. I cannot. Show being brought to you today by our friends at Legacy. LegacyCreditUnion.com. LegacyCreditUnion.com. For all the details about great things like the engaged checking account that you can have where your balance can earn 3% APY. That's annual percentage yield on balances up to 15 thousand dollars but i want to talk to you about balance transfers on your credit cards there's no balance transfer fees no annual fee and here's the best part you're probably paying 23 percent some sometimes higher on that credit card balance you have out there you transferred over to legacy's credit card right now and it's 2.99 percent annual percentage rate for up to six months credit rates as low as 8.90 percent apr annual percentage rate there terms and conditions may apply see credit union for details federally insured by the ncua legacy credit union.com our friends at legacy all right david hell um does a a stat about returning production returning production i've got a list from the sec here um and really the at the top of the list i would say missouri not a lot of contenders um like i think the first real contender is oregon at 42 um texas at 25 oregon at 42 and you get down into the 40s for a lot of the national championship contenders. So I don't put a lot of stock into this, but there is an eye-opening fact about Alabama. Texas A&M actually has the most returning production at number 18 in the country. Then Texas at 25, Missouri 
at 31, Florida at 32, Georgia, who's returning their quarterback and a lot of production, is 47, Auburn is 50, South Carolina's 59, LSU 60, Oklahoma 67. Have I mentioned Alabama yet, Brandon? No, you have not. Okay. So. Uh, Ole Miss 68, yeah. Vandy 76, Tennessee 94. Uh-huh. We're into the hundreds, Brown. Kentucky 102, Arkansas 109, Alabama 115th. Only Mississippi State at 122 you, you, is lower. You asked me how much stock I put in this. Give me his top 10. Uh, I'll pull it up for you. No SEC teams, but it's that. that's my point. Uh, why I don't put any stock in this because I think we do this every year on who's returning the most production and to me it goes back to well I mean returning production and returning good production are two different things number one is Virginia Tech 86% of their production returns Uh, Iowa State, Nebraska 3, Oklahoma State, Virginia Northwestern, Kennesaw State, Rutgers, Miami of Ohio, and Syracuse. Then I put zero stock yeah, in this. Because those terrible 10, top ten. I would say of those ten, not one of those top ten will win ten games. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you see if you see any of those ten playing a bowl game after Christmas, it might be two of them. Well, I mean, technically Oklahoma State could win the Big 12 and be in the playoffs as the number four returning production. Could. Then after that, I think you got to go down to Utah at 16. Yeah. A&M at 18 is a stretch. So do they consider Cam rising? I mean, do they go back to his numbers from 2021 he is or 2022? Retu- he is returning production, yes. Cam rising. Yeah. Be. But so he's I, not really returning production from last year. Yeah, because there was zero production last year yeah. from Cam rising. Uh, Penn State's 23. Texas is at 25. Oregon's a contender at 28. This feels like one of the stats we used to put a lot of stock in, and in today's age of college football, it simply does not matter anymore. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. does yeah. not matter one bit. See, I, I, I agree. So he, was, he wasted his time. He did. I mean, I'm sure ESPN was like, hey, you remember every year you do the returning production thing, and he's like, okay, I, I do like getting a paycheck from you, so yeah, I'll continue to do that. And he just did it this year, but it doesn't matter. I mean, I, again, I, the top 10 tells you it doesn't matter. Those are your top 10 returning production teams. Uh, none of those teams are going to scare the national championship. Yeah, you know who is uh, behind Alabama even? National champion Michigan at 128. When I we believe that. Yeah. And uh, they lost their head coach. Does that count? And Washington at 130. Believe that. Yeah. Some of Washington's returning production is in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, so most of the college football playoff is in the bottom 10, huh? Yeah. I don't yeah. know why you can't consider that returning production if they're joining another team. Yeah, I mean, if, if I get... I mean, if you're giving Cam Rising credit for 2022... That's right. Why would you not give... Like, I should get... Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Bernard. Jeremy Bernard's yeah. numbers from Washington should credit to my team if I'm Alabama. Uh, the production list there, if you want to go check it out and see your favorite schools at ESPN.com. Uh, when we come back, Clay Travis talking Super Bowl week in Vegas with us and a lot more college football still to get to on the show that is being brought to you by our friends at Hemphill Services. Uh, 205-229-2090, that is the number you need to call to make sure that HVAC unit keeping up with this changing weather. Adam, Chad, Andrew, tell them the next round sent you. Hard to stop a train. For more information, HemphillServices.com. Subscribe and set alerts at Disrupt the Media on YouTube. 